Let's welcome in the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune, Harold Bryce. Cherry Bryce, good morning. How are you today? Just fine. How about you guys? Doing terrific. Uh, before we talk local sports, just want to get a thought, uh, something we were discussing earlier. Uh, do you, And because I know you're a baseball guy, you like the Astros, uh, this, this, <laughs> this robo-ump thing, uh, th- this balls and strikes machine that could potentially replace the human umpire. Pro or con when it comes to this technology? Oh, I'm con in a big way. Uh, so I actually saw a tweet from one of our friends here in the local media the other day. Uh, just, I guess an ump had missed a call, and, and he was like, give me robo-umps and give them to me yesterday. And I'm just like, nah. <laughs> you know, uh here's the thing so um umpiring it's it's one of the hardest jobs there is um it's thankless job and we expect them to be perfect that's the that's the biggest problem um and of course we have you know slow motion instant replay and and so every call they make is analyzed instantly um and we don't allow them to make any mistakes, you know. Uh, an athlete can can drop a pass, or uh, you know, a ball player can can miss a, miss a pitch, or you know. I mean, we allow them to make mistakes, but we just we have no um, you know forgiveness for the umps. And it's you know, <laughs> and here's the thing: it's. It's bled down to the youth sports and and uh, high school levels to the point where you know there's a major official shortage in this state because nobody wants to do the job because they get treated so badly. You're a thousand percent correct. I mean, I, I've seen that. Uh, I was a part of the officiating uh, organization here in town for a long time. Uh, and yeah, the numbers just continue to dwindle because of, you know, everybody, you know, everybody's got a, a cell phone in their hand and they're, they're looking you know, Yeah. So, and as you pointed out, they're, they're verbally mistreated. So, uh, it, all right. So I wanted to get your thoughts there. Now, now let's move on. Uh, and, and let's talk about, uh, the Baylor Oklahoma state series from just the bears perspective. Is is this just about finishing strong and, and heading into the Big Twelve tournament? What what is this series about for Baylor and, and and how do they approach it? I mean, I wrote today that uh, really the series doesn't matter in terms of for Baylor in terms of you know anything beyond the regular season because they have to go in you know, in Arlington next week. And so whatever they do against Oklahoma State doesn't, doesn't really matter because, uh, you know, it, it's – it's it, even if they go out and sweep the Cowboys, it's not going to come in as an at-large. I'm sorry. They just haven't won in, over the course of the season. Um, so, you know, what do they have to do? I mean, I, obviously – it would help if they got a little momentum going into Arlington. Uh, that might give them a little more confidence. But 
it's going to be a tough, tough series. I mean, Oklahoma State uh, technically still has a chance to, you know, earn a share for the Big 12 title um, if they swept Baylor and, you know, some other things happened in within the conference. TCU's done in terms of uh, its Big 12 games. They're 16-8, and eight, and I think, you know, Oklahoma State is 13-8, and eight, so they can tie the Frogs and, and earn a, a share of that title, but um, you know, like I said, I mean, obviously you want a little momentum. You want to, you know, you want to get a little forward progress going into Arlington. But ultimately, it all comes down to next week at the Big 12 tournament for, for Baylor. Bryce, uh, some really good high school baseball playoff pairings uh, in the Central Texas coming up this weekend. Any to keep an eye on for you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, to me, the big game – uh, and it's a game rather than a series, is uh, that China Spring uh, Rusk game. Uh, they played last year in the same round, and uh, and Rusk got them in 13 innings. And so you got to imagine that the Cougars have not forgotten about that, and they would like a little bit of payback. Um, they've got a really, really talented team. Uh, but, you know, when it comes down to one game, uh, I mean, most coaches like to play a series. And I think, you know, Jesse Lopez is, is one of those. Uh, but sometimes you lose the flip. And um, so, uh, you know, it'll come down to one game again for, for China Spring and Rusk. And that's, that's a big one. That's a Saturday night up in Crandall, I believe, up near the Dallas area. So, that to me is the is kind of the game of the week, but obviously still a lot of uh, you know good baseball being played. Bryce, uh, what are your thoughts on the, essentially the ni the I guess the what is it the the tournament the the Baylor softball is going into where it's essentially a play in tournament. What are your thoughts on this tournament, and what are you hoping that Baylor could take away from it? The NICS. There you go. The, uh, the nobody in sports cares. Tournament. Whoa, <laughs> that's the one. Nice. Uh, the, the, ne- the never intended this suckiness to continue tournament. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, who cares? You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> we uh, we did not see that coming. Um, well, I say that. So last Friday, John calls me, John Werner. And he says, uh, uh, I've got some bad news. And I'm like, okay. And he says, Baylor's softball season might not be over uh, just yet. <laughs> and, uh, and he starts telling me about this NIT for softball. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding. Uh, I don't I don't see the point of it, um, you know, uh, to go let a bunch of bad teams you know, continue to play their season. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I'm not pulling any punches here. I mean, it. You know, I just, I just don't get it. Uh, and Lord, I hope there's not a baseball equivalent of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, it's nothing more but extended practices uh, with some, with some games that don't count or don't matter really on the back end of it. It's just a strange deal. I'm going to take you back to high school athletics for just a second. You you brought up the the China Spring Rusk one game uh, get, series. If you I don't know how to even describe it. It's one game in in 
in the regional quarterfinals, I think. Uh, would you like to see the UIL say, look, we're either going to play two out of three all the way through or we're going to play one all the way through? Do you like the the coaches flipping coins and drawing straws and, you know, uh, rock, paper, scissors to decide whether it's, it's a – because I think sport – I think baseball and softball should be series, my personal opinion. But with that said, do you like the coaches having the option or would you like the UIL to say, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to pair, we're going to make it look just like our state tournament, which is one game, or we're going to play a series all the way through till you get to, to Austin and Round Rock. I don't mind them having the option. Uh, I, I agree with you. And I think most coaches, especially the coaches that have the better teams. Okay want to play a series because here's the thing they know that anything can happen in one game some wild stuff can happen and you know they might lose a game and so uh typically the better team is going to win two out of three but you know i don't really mind it coming down to you know the option if if you know one of the coaches wants to have a one game playoff then, then let them kind of fight that out. It's almost the game before the game. No and, doubt. And, and there's a lot of gamesmanship in that. Um, and so, you know, I, I always kind of appreciate the drama of, of a, uh, of a one game playoff. And like you said, it does some coaches, I have seen coaches that, that like that one game playoff just for that reason that you mentioned a minute ago, which is, that's what it's going to be once you get to state. So why not sort of get into that rhythm? Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't mind them having the option and, and, you know, fighting it out with a coin flip or however they do it. Softball continues uh, in the area as well. And then some teams, in fact, more than a handful have a good chance of, of getting down to Austin uh, just in two weeks away. Yeah, absolutely. Midway, Lorena, Crawford, uh, I mean, you know, Blake Belton, obviously. Um, so, uh, you know, some, some good softball still being played. And, uh, yeah, that's it's, it's always fun this time of year because I feel like, you know, in Central Texas, softball and baseball, we, we clean up. I mean, you know, it's a sport we do well in, uh, in, in this area. We usually always have you know, somebody, if not multiple somebodies, uh, down at the state tournament and, you know, competing for a state title. And I think that will be the case again. Nothing local, Bryce, but I want to get your opinion on Nick Saban's comments and really where we're at right now uh, regarding college athletics. So I was uh, asked to speak at the uh, Rotary Club this week, and and I always try to, whenever I have a speaking engagement, to, uh, you know, have a little Q&A time at the end. And I was asked about NIL. And, and you know, here's the thing. So, basically, the, and the questioner, you know, thought it was going to ruin college sports. And, and I'm not saying that it necessarily won't ruin it in some ways. I, I don't think college sports are, are going anywhere or anything like that. Uh do I agree with Saban uh, to a certain extent? Sure. Um, you know, at the same time, uh, and I'm not saying all the coaches were the ones carrying this flag, but but this is what 
this is what everybody wanted, so to speak. I mean, this is what, and certainly a lot in the in the national media beat this drum for a long time that these these you know poor college athletes needed some money. Um, I have been pretty steadfast in my opinion that I feel like there's a lot of value in a scholarship. Okay, um, and so. Should they be paid for their name, image, likeness? I don't have that big a problem with that. But I once they opened the door to that, now we have this slippery slope where essentially, like, you know, A&M is being accused of having this major slush fund, and, and maybe they did, to basically pay all their, you know, their recruits that led to the, you know, top recruiting class in the country. Um you know, as far as Saban's comments, wang. You know, I mean, you've had so many number one recruiting classes, and uh, you know, I'm sure if Alabama fans, you know, want those number one recruiting classes, they'll pony up the money. But uh, it's going to be the wild, wild west, and eventually they're going to sever ties with the NCAA and it'll be the CFB, you know, it'll be the college football league uh, and, you know, whatever. I mean, uh, is it a little sad? Sure. But um, it's not like college sports and college football was quite as pure as everyone, you know, as as people are complaining about, Uh, you know, (laughs) it was, it's, it's been kind of, seedy and dirty for a while i mean you know going back to the days of the pony excess so uh you know i mean let's not let's not pull the wool over that was my question i mean look we all know what's going on here but when you start calling out uh your fellow competitors within your league within your division the the little mudslinging can that have in your opinion a, a negative effect not only on the game, but maybe on 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 the league itself, the SEC and in the SEC West or whatever the case may be. Oh, I think that stuff's been going on forever. I mean, you know, they it's just a different thing the NIL that they're you know complaining about. But uh, but you had coaches kind of digging at each other and and insinuating that you know other schools are cheating or uh, now it's just a little more quote unquote out in the open, I guess, yeah. I mean, or, or it's legal. I mean, it's really what it is. Uh, you want to go pay the guys, pay them because you can, I mean, so it, it sounds, it, honestly, it really sounds like sour grapes when it's coming out of Saban's mouth. I mean, um, you know, if again, if you don't like it, find somebody that'll pay all your, your recruits. And, um, you know, it's just, it's the landscape of the game as it is now. But we didn't do that. You did that. We we, we got our players the right way. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're greater than thou. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, what what do you guys – I know there's a lot of games and stuff to cover. What, what are you working on for uh, for the, uh, the trip this weekend? Besides the stuff that you guys, you know, have already talked about, you know, the, the Baylor baseball and and softball, high school playoffs, all that stuff. Uh, you know, there's an interesting, there's another Texas Sports Hall of Fame uh, induction coming up this weekend with, uh, 
our second ever media class. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the, the first class was, man, you're talking about Mount Rushmore there. I mean, when it had the likes of Blackie Sherrod and Dave Campbell and Frank Fallon and those those folks. Um, the second class, still a very esteemed group, and you'll have uh, Brad Sham and Shereen Williams and Randy Galloway and Danny Freeman. Uh, and for here, you know, from the Waco area, you'll have John McClain, the general, uh, you know, long time at the Houston Chronicle covering the NFL. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and he's very excited about joining the Texas Sports Hall of Fame this weekend. I'll have a feature on John, you know, uh, actually worked at the Trib before he ever worked at the Chronicle. And um, so it'll be uh, really cool to see, you know, that class uh, get get honored on Saturday. So that's that's another thing we're working on. And then, of course, uh, we didn't talk about MCC either. I mean, uh, softball heading to <laughs> Yuma, Arizona, you know, for the, the national tournament. And, of course, baseball back to the World Series. So uh, quite a quite an athletic year at, uh, at Highlander country. You know, we were talking about it the other day. It, 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 I'm sure it's happened. But it doesn't happen with a lot of frequency when you have two programs uh, in the same year, softball, baseball, end up in the World Series. That's that's uh, that's a statement not only for those two programs, but also for that university, that uh, that school. And a little note just to throw in there, mm-hmm. Chris Berry of the softball, pro- you know, head coach for the softball program has now been to the uh, – you know, college baseball World Series. He's been to the JUCO baseball World Series, and he's been to the JUCO softball World Series. I I don't bet that there's a lot of people who've been to all three of those. Nope, you're right. Oh uh, five with baseball, and then uh, with JUCO with uh, with Mitch when he was the assistant over there, and then now he's taking his team uh, to the to the softball World Series. That is a cool note. So good stuff, yeah. Bryce. As always, it is a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great weekend. Y'all, too. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. That's Bryce Sherry, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Trib.